you'll find him, you'll find me just look Closer than a miser of a bloodhound still lies a me Monday afternoon, thanks for joining us. This is the muster on Hokanui. We're here until 2 o'clock. My name is Andy Muir. Heading up to Waimea Valley Road now, catching up with Andrew Walsh out of Twin Farm Genetics, the home of Teffrom. Good afternoon, Snow. Yeah, how you going there, Andy? Another beautiful day. <laughs> oh, yeah, I love your cynicism as you speak. I can smell the cynicism from here. Yep, you've always got to look on the positive. So we've, we've had the morning without too much wind, so we managed to get a wee bit of spraying done and some shedding out of paddocks. We're just sitting in a paddock at the moment trying to shed out the last of some ewes. You've actually been pretty good this morning weather-wise, haven't you? Because here in Gore, has been pretty nippy. Yeah, no, it's been pretty good. Um, yeah, there's certainly a wee breeze, but another morning with no jackets on, always good. But, yeah, not quite breaking the shorts out just yet. You'd like to think this time of year the weather's going to settle down and play ball a bit, but it's just the same. We can talk weather patterns, we can talk this, talk that and everything else, but I think the fact remains when you wake up in the morning might be as good a gauge as to what you're going to get for the day. Oh, exactly, yep, and you can only do what the weather brings, like on the farm you've always got a list of jobs to do, um, spraying's getting moved further up the list, but it's just hard to get onto, the conditions are still pretty damp round about, and um, any time the day looks half by good, we've got wind and you can't spray anyway. How did you fare in that wind last week? Uh, we've lost a few trees and bits and pieces, but um, yeah, it could have been worse, because that was a real, um, it was pretty breezy that day. Was that as bad as you've seen for a very long time? Yeah, I think so. Yep, they come through there in a short burst that uh, yeah took even a few trees out in the garden, which were quite surprising. It's usually pretty sheltered around there. Just shows you, though, how every season's different. Of course, you guys, um, you had that rain event a few weeks ago. Russell, your dad, put some photos on social media um, regarding the situation there, and you guys got hammered there by the Waimea, didn't you? Yeah, yeah, that's uh, the highest it's ever been on record, uh, 3.55 above normal. Um, part of the joys of living next to a river, I suppose. Um, but, yeah, lambing time, we've just put it on the, the back burner. We've gone and done a few temporary patches to try and um, limit stock to only having access to a couple of paddocks. Um, but we're, we've got a few fences to uh, totally replace, and we had about 150 hectares underwater there for about three days. We couldn't even get out the other side of the farm. So luckily we've got a staff member lives out that side, and she was just in charge out there at lambing time. Worked pretty good. Graham Butcher put it into context beautifully last week, saying just do what you need to do at the moment and just look at the bigger picture, and obviously that's what you guys have chosen as well. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, it's all you can do. You always got to look on the positive side and, um, yeah, and carry on from there. It was nice and warm rain, so we didn't have very many stock losses or anything from it. Um, yeah, we are pleased we made the decision early to move stock back because yeah. it came up a lot higher than what we thought it was going to. Prevention um, over cure every time, though, isn't it? Yeah, or even paddocks that I thought were safe. Um, I was pleased I moved them out of them because, uh, yeah, there wasn't much paddock left. So you still got water lying about in the paddocks as such, just the odd puddle here and there? The odd puddle here and there, but it's pretty much all gone now. Um, just the odd bit where the, the tiles obviously haven't quite flowed up, the ground's sealed up underneath it, so we'll dig a couple of holes and down to the tile and get it gone again shortly. So you've got the Prattleys out? Uh, yeah, we've actually tailed all the stud lambs, uh, gone through and done them, which is uh, was a good job ticked off and good way over the school holidays where we've got plenty of helpers. Um, and we're just waiting for the contractor to come and do a day on the commercials and get them blown out. It's always good to have the kids for labour over the school holidays. Jeez, I remember back in the day, because there was four of us, the old man would wait till sharing um, and he'd just do it when we were at home and it just worked out perfectly I suppose for him I had one sister that protested every time profusely but at the time um, it's just what you had to do to help out on the ranch I suppose 
Oh, exactly. Yeah, we don't uh, we don't stress about trying to pump out big numbers because obviously we're lambing hoggets at the same time. Yeah. It's sort of key to what we do. Um, so yeah, we just take long try and get that sort of four hundred odd done, and uh, around that lunchtime, um, and yeah, chip away. It's good atmosphere, just ticking away with them. Kids love it for the first half hour, and then you sort of bit monotonous for them. <laughs> Ain't that the truth? Pain really's been the topic of the last couple of weeks regarding tailing snow. What are your thoughts on this? Um, all farmers want the best for their stock. Um, it is one of those necessary evils that we go through with having to tail the animals to prevent fly strike and a few other issues. Um, but we want to make sure the product that we're giving them um, yeah, is up to standard. Uh, I see that they've, it used to be a 91-day withhold last week. This week, all of a sudden, it's a four-day withhold. So I hope they've done some good research into that. But it's, um, for it to be part of wool sort of has me scratching my head a wee bit. Um, sort of a, a meat product, I suppose, and, and the risk of damaging that meat with another contamination site injection. Uh, we always try to tail and find weather when the lambs are nice and dry, but even though having contractors, it doesn't always work out that way. So, yeah, any risk of another abscess or anything to our animals, we, we don't like that. But as far as getting numbers done, I mean, you think about how long it's going to take for this pain relief to kick in, and it just isn't going to be viable, is it? No, I don't know of any any uh, product that you can inject and then two seconds later at the other end of the shoot, it's all of a sudden that area's numb. It's yeah. going to have a delay effect with it. Um, but uh, technology's advancing and they'll get there one of these days. I just hope that this is market-driven and not some um, hairy-fairy idea that someone's got to try and get a niche product. Even if it is market-driven, though, there's no guarantee that farmers are going to get more for their product at the end of it anyway. That's dead right, yep. And that's what people's reservations around doing stuff like this. Um, in this day and age where all, all of a sudden around the world all these companies want to be seen doing the high and mighty stance regarding this, that and everything else, but it has to make sense. Yep, yep. And uh, Wolves uh, ticks all the renewable sources, but doesn't tick the return on income one. We just live in hope, Snow. Hey, we'll carry on. Appreciate your time. Twin Farm Genetics, the home of Teflon. You are sponsors here on Hokanui as well as the muster for the five-day forecast. And for that, we can we appreciate your continuing support. Yep, no worries, Andy. Cheers. Andrew Walsh out of Twin Farm Genetics. Before we wrap up for a Monday, up to Garston. Thomas O'Brien will catch up. Like blue and when it's a sleeping.